Did you know you can come talk to us on Mondays and Wednesdays, Wednesday nights on Twitch at Daydreamer Media, all one word. We have the best content for the fantasy daydreamers. That's every Monday, Wednesday. Come follow us. It'll let us do more stuff. We like to be on here. We answer questions, whatever you have, and you in general get to talk to us. And now we have a donate button if you want to donate to us. Welcome in. It's uh, today's host, Big Waste. Uh, JJ can't be with us today. He is fighting aliens on Mars. So uh, it is producer Ian filling in. Um, I am producer Ian. You can follow me on Twitter at... I almost said JJ Daydreamer. But you can follow me at Daydreaming Ian. And we also have Keone. Hello! Hi, everybody! I am, you know, I'm here doing the the job with the place, and you know, I thought I was I was doing a good job working up the ranks, but you know, it's just some younger young buck comes in and, you know, takes the takes the hosting role while the uh, the guys are away. And if you can hear me complain about corporate uh, ladder syndrome on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. I'm older than you, so that point doesn't make sense. And of course, we always have Ryan here. What up, guys? You know, the Twitter R-O-K-K-O. Daydreamer, I am talking in my real voice. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I am glad I will never do another accent on this show again. Until you lose another bet. Which is coming up next week, boy! Speaking accent coming soon, hopefully. (laughs) That would be the best one. All right, guys. Why don't we, uh, let's get into the news. First bit of news, Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a UCL tear in his hand, and he's going to be reevaluated on Wednesday. So we'll have an update for you on that. Um, James Robinson suffered a torn ACL, according to... Uh, inter- I thought it was a torn Achilles. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, was one of the two. No, I thought it was ACL. He, he tore something. Let's confirm that. We'll come back to it. Um, something with an A and a C. Yeah. So um, how to... What big news is that? Yeah, Achilles it is. It's officially Achilles. Son of a dagnabbit. Which sucks because, I mean, he finally was freed and now his uh, body said no. The curse of Urban Meyer still remains. Well. His um, final revenge. It's haunting. If. Listen, it could be, it could end up by two ways. It could end up by Dante Foreman, who basically was out of the league for a couple years and now has finally kind of made his comeback. With the Titans, um, but I don't know how many years he tore from tearing his Achilles. That's been at least like two or three. Or it can end up like Cam Akers and come back in five months. I don't know now because I'm kind of confused about this whole Cam Akers thing. I thought this Achilles injury was going to be way worse. So it just matters, I guess, on how he rehabs. But I thought his role was going to be diminished anyways next year but simply just because of recovery. Uh, Travis Etienne coming back. So, this is not good. Not good. No. Um, 
especially since he still has that stigma of undrafted. It's uh, not a good look for him. Uh, well, as Ryan said, Cam Akers may be available to start this next week, and that's good news for the Rams uh, because Daryl Henderson was placed on IR with an MCL sprain. Um, regardless, Henderson seemed to have lost the backfield to Sony Michelle, uh, who has been tearing it up these past couple weeks with Henderson out. I found the movie. It's what? called The Island. <laughs> Great. Love it. It's uh, 2005 sci-fi. It's basically like you're a clone or these clones figure out that they're clones and now they try to go try to find who they really are. And like they're it's like actresses and actors and athletes pay. Isn't that just us? Huh? Isn't that just us by Jordan Peele? Uh, sure, but a little bit different. I don't know. Because I don't know how the us thing actually works. I've seen the movie, but uh, basically the actors, actresses, and a- athletes like pay, get cloned up, and then whenever they get hurt, they, uh, they use, their injur- use their clone to recover their body. And the reason why I thought of this, Achilles part, uh, the long story short, okay? Is because the guy from the black guy from Green Mile is in the movie and he's sprinting to get away. (laughs) Huh? Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, rest in peace. All right. (laughs) There, he's sprinting, trying to get away from the people because I guess the guy in real life tore his Achilles and needed the the guy's Achilles to be attached to his body so he can get healthy. And they end up shooting this guy like thigh. It was one of the craziest scenes I remember as a kid. I was like, ah, man. Anyway, um, Kansas City Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire is week-to-week with a shoulder injury. He had an MRI. It doesn't seem to be season-ending. I think, do you think they, um, like, do you think they keep him out for the rest of the season? Um, The rest of the fantasy season. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. It'll be their playoffs. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like for the next two games, do you think they just should, you know, let him rest? I don't think he's going to play. So no, you don't think he's going to play at all, or you think he's going to play a limited? Like he's going to get in there for twelve percent plays or something like that. Well, I don't think he's played through really any injury in his career. Eh, I mean, he missed last year because he was sick and because of an ankle, if I remember correctly. Uh, ankle and then he got hurt earlier this year didn't play and then came back healthy i just don't think he's that type of guy who's built to uh, take the bumps and bruises like that okay fair um miles sanders broke a bone in his hand he will not play week 17 but he is not being put on ir so he is out for most fantasy championships this week so um Huge loss for your fantasy team if you're in the championship. Boston yeah. Scott. Boston Scott. Looking looking to get him. Because Jordan Howard also got hurt. Oh. Getting an MRI. Yeah. So then they'll probably bring out some random player from Philly. Right. To throw in because that's how they'd like to do it. Uh, Adam Thielen left the game with an ankle injury and his status is unknown. Adam Thielen has been in and out these past, this second half of the season. Uh Chargers running back Austin Eckler and also Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt have been activated from the reserve COVID list. Um, yeah, that's huge. Austin Eckler has been a huge player this year. Uh, Mike Evans has been placed on 
the reserve COVID list. So that's big for the Bucks, especially when they need to win these games to like solidify uh, seating and stuff like that. Um, did we miss anything? Anything extra for the news? Um, I tried to get the the big stuff, and then there's a lot of there's a ton of COVID stuff, but I tried to get the the main guys that you might like are actually gonna play. For those that are in your fantasy championships, you need to be paying attention to uh, like Schefter on Twitter and stuff like that because these COVID, this COVID information is coming out late. I mean, uh, there were multiple people that were out Saturday night that we yeah. found out Saturday night they were out for COVID. So pay attention, uh, especially if you're in the championship. It's it's big this week. So let's get into our waiver wire ads. <laughs> All right, these guys are 33% or fewer rostered in leagues, but do we have anybody who's over 33% that you wanted to add? Just mention first. Uh, let's start with Keone. Um, I, how about a guy named Jonathan Taylor? Is Jonathan Taylor not 100% owned? No, he's like, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's 99%. Like point nine percent owned or rostered. Um, I don't think I could find really anybody um, because there's there's a decent amount of players who you could go with that are under thirty three percent. But a lot of the guys that are um, that you that are not on like this list are just people already have them or you know above sixty five percent or whatnot. Um, the only other one I would would find was like Mike Davis, who's like around fifty one. I'm like I don't want to I don't want to tell people to play Mike Davis. Yeah. So. Um. Okay, Ryan, do you have anybody over thirty? I, I did, but I forgot his name. I forgot to read it. So <laughs> okay, because I was uh, I got that for you. Two, two. I found briefly. Um, Justin Jackson really had a dominant game, but if Austin Eckler's back, he's forty eight point one percent rostered. It's not really. He's clearly still the number two, but he gets a lot of rushing work. He's still a big part of that. Um, if Eckler does go down or if he's ruled out for some weird reason, it's very possible that you can get off the COVID list and then back on, like if he was just a close contact. So Justin Jackson was the number one running back this past week, and it shows that he has a role when it's just him. So he's worth the look. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's all I had for anybody over. This is a this is a a I want to say bad week for waiver wire ads. Because at this point, you're just... Ronald Jones. That's who I wanted to say. Got it. Sorry. So 79% rostered. I looked at it earlier. I could not remember. Thank you. Uh, Justin Jackson was 48.1. He's out there in half the leagues. It's worth a stash uh, if you have the space. Um, but yeah, no, this week is not really great because it's just team. It's mostly just going for injuries and insurance policies and just in case. So... Uh, Keone, who's your first person for that qualifies? Um, it is Mr. Rookie quarterback Trey Lance. He is 4.8% rostered, and given the recent injury, uh, Lance gets his second chance to get out from under the thumb of Jimmy G this season. And how long did it take you for you to write that? Um, that was a. I had to figure out the the like. What is the phrase like? It's like. 
out from under the uh, like, yeah, it was like under the thumb. So my poor taste of a joke is going in here. Um, it couldn't come at a better time uh, since they go against Houston. That is giving up, you know, a, a decent amount of points to the position. And we've seen previously in this season that uh, Trey Lance can, you know, put up a decent fantasy performance. Uh, he's mobile, which always is he- very helpful in terms of fantasy points. Um, so he has a chance to charge up the field like Lance a lot in battle. So that makes me like Trey Lance a lot this week. So That'll do it for the fantasy daydreamers. <laughs> <sighs> Good show, guys. Stay dreaming. <laughs> Stay dreaming. Don't expect us back anytime soon. Um, uh, he's my number. He's on my list as well. Mm. Going against Houston, uh, he has that real big running capability. Um, I don't expect him to get a lot of pass yards, but weak defense, championship week, if somehow you're riding Jimmy G, or maybe if you've been doing um, streaming quarterbacks because like Lamar's been out, anything like that, Trey Lance is probably the best bet for this week. Uh, Ryan, who do you have? And number one is uh, Alan Zard, 16% rostered. Good team going against the Vikings. Um, Vikings defense, I don't think it's stellar. Take a shot, bro. If you, really, if you really need a receiver, take it on a good team. Alan Zard had a good game. It could be an MVS week. It could be a Zard week. It's always going to be an Adams week, but take a shot on a good team. Good offense. Fair. He was my number three as well. Uh, so... Well, tell us about your uh, your number two. Sorry, your number one. My bad. My number one was Dare Aguinable. I don't know how to pronounce that. I hope. No, let's have Ryan pronounce it. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I didn't put him on my list for a reason. So <laughs> that looked like dare to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the you had trouble with the first name. I can't even imagine how the last name would go. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. it's pronounced Ogunbowale. Ogunbowale. Yes. Okay. If, it's, if I'm incorrect, then I apologize. That is my best effort. Uh, Aaron does say in chat, uh, Ogumba Wale. Yeah. Well, I love listening to Wale. Shout out to that. So. Great. Um, he, he clearly got the lion's share of rushing attempts once James Robinson went down in this game for Jacksonville. I'm yeah. so mad you didn't say the Jaguar share of the... <laughs> I can't. Like, it, makes, it doesn't make sense. I'm not Keone, who's just going to throw it in there. Um, hey, it's he an art seven, form. He had 17 carries. He only had 57 yards and a touchdown, but they surprisingly didn't do much rushing against this lackluster Jets team. Um, he is the, it, it looks to be, he's the number one running back now. Uh, he's not really a receiving threat terribly, but he is going to be running the ball and they are going against the biggest thing that scares me is they're going against new England. But knowing New England and Bill Belichick, how he likes to take away the team's best uh, offensive weapon, I think their best offensive weapon is still Trevor Lawrence. He's going to probably make Trevor Lawrence's day hell, and that might leave Dare to... Is it Dare or Dare? I would think it's Dare. Dare. Leave Dare to uh, maybe uh, sneak in a touchdown. So he is 0.2% rostered. Uh, he's one hundred. He's out there. You can go pick him up. Can't so my number two guy is Dare Ogumbowale, <laughs> and right. I, I dare you to find anybody better for the Jaguars to play right now. That now that James Robinson is out with an Achilles tear, 
Um, and you know, he, he did as much as you could ask with what he was given, seeing as he ran for nearly 16 yards or 60 yards and he had a touchdown. So that that's what you want. But yeah, like you said, the matchup is not ideal, especially for a championship against the Patriots. But I think the, uh, I think the Jags are going to probably have to run the ball. Um, I know they might be behind in this game, but Again, that's probably, if anything, because of the Patriots' defense, not because of Mac Jones lighting it up. So there is a chance that they, you know, stay head-to-head with them somehow. So they'll need to run the ball, or if anything, if they get up and try to hold on to that lead by running the clock out. Fair. Uh, Ryan, who else do you have? My number two is Keyshawn Vaughn um, is going against the Jets this week on the Bucks. Um, Ronald Jones and him both scored. Vaughn um, had seven seven carries for 70 yards. I know he had that really big play. Jets defense sucks. This should be a blowout. Maybe Vaughn gets more work at the end. I, I'm not going to play him. I just, hey, you want a guy? This is the guy to, guy to pick up, I think. Yeah, I think that's the theme for, for sure this week is pretty much everybody who might be worth a pickup can't be picked up. So it's it's tough. Oh, to I don't think that's true, actually, because my next one is my best pickup of the week. So then Gerald why, Everett. Why is he number your three? <laughs> well, because I think he's the easiest to get. So I I I would I do this in people in order. I think people pick it up. So Gerald Everett would be like my least guy. I think is going you can pick him up whatever they play Sunday morning. But Everett, two games over sixty sixty receiving yards and had a touchdown. Caught eight of those nine targets. Seahawks still kind of suck, but I'll take that for the tight end. Yeah, fair. You know, uh, t- if a tight end scores a touchdown, they're pretty much automatically locked in at top eight of the week. It just depends on how many players score touchdowns. So, uh, all three of mine were talked about. I, I, Ryan said Alan Lazard perfectly. Take somebody who um, could do something. Good potential. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball and him not being the wide receiver four or five, he's the wide receiver two or three, it's always a good shot. So might as well take a shot on him. Uh, Keone, who's your third? So this is definitely conditional, and I don't know if it was like the perfect storm for him this week um, because it might not happen again. But just in case it does, because you never know, Isaiah McKenzie, 0.3% rostered, the Buffalo Bills wide receiver, Um, Both Davis and Cole Beasley were out due to um, being on the reserve list, but he, he, um, he filled in real nice and he almost surpassed Diggs in targets because he had 12 while Diggs had 13, but he did more with it. He had, he caught 11 of those targets for 125 yards and found his way into the end zone. So, I mean, if they remain sideline, expect McKenzie to fly down the sidelines in the middle of the field part with like inside the sidelines because he gets the ball and they go against Atlanta, which is, is bad. They're, they're not a good team on defense. The highest quality of takes. Yeah. It's, I'm a good person speaker, man. Great job. (laughs) Um, Does anybody have any uh, drops for this week? Once again, really late in the season. If anything, you're dropping somebody because you're picking one of these guys up. Or so, injuries. Yeah, I mean, besides the injured players that you know are that you guarantee are out for week seventeen, are there any drops? 
I was going to say KJ Osborne, but with the Adam Thielen stuff, you I can't be sure. So yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily play him, but I don't think you can safely drop him. Yeah. Ryan, um, any takes on dropping players in the championship week? Um, I was going to say Stevenson um, from the Patriots, the running back, because I think he's on the COVID list. Plus, Harris dominated. I don't think that seems going to really play this week. Um, dang, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Uh, it's okay. Devontae Parker, because fuck that guy. So. Ah, <laughs> Ryan lost that bet. Yeah, but... Lost that bet big, too. Like, it wasn't even close. It was zero. Yeah, and dirty. Hurt my did feelings. Play? Did, did he play? Yes. Maybe he was out. Maybe he was just No, out. no, he played. I'm pretty sure he played. I heard his name oh, in the game. That is worse. Okay. Mm. Um. All right. That'll do it for our waiver wire ads. Let's move on to our week 16 takeaways. So, first, let's go, uh, Ryan. What's your takeaways? So, uh, it started off, Aaron, you might want to turn off the pod or leave the live stream because I'm going to talk about Rex Burkhead. So, um, <laughs> so on Sunday, 22 carries, 149 yards, 6.8 yards per carry and two touchdowns. His four previous games, 47, ca- 47 carries, 138 yards, 2.9 yards per carry and zero touchdowns. And the Chargers defense just, I know Joey Bosa was out with COVID. I know Duran James was out, but man, that's embarrassing. Um, Davis Mills, I thought he looked like he was a pro bowler at that point, man. I don't throwing the Philip Dorsett and, oh, Jesus, Louise is for it. That was a bad game to watch, but Rex Burke had really pulling it out when no one expected him to. So uh, good, good job to him. Big game. Um, Loki forgot he was on the Texans, and then uh, Josh Allen. Like I said, I want to talk about the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, week 16, 331 yards uh, passing, three touchdowns, 64 yards rushing on 12 attempts. Uh, but really, just just stretch run at weeks 14 through 16, especially after that crazy Patriots game in the snow. Uh, he's really dominated uh, with fantasy finishes of one, eight, and two. Uh, 832 yards passing, nine total touchdowns, and 197 yards rushing. The rushing's really has been taken off. Really, um, I think he's lead the team rushing two out of the last three weeks. It's just he's on a crazy run right now, really showing why people had him first um, as the QB1 during the offseason. I know that we talked about the Bills being up and down, but Josh Allen's play for fantasy really has been up and down. I thought he's been pretty steady. Uh, and really just showing out this week or well, last three weeks when you most need it. Josh Allen, I believe, is the number one quarterback on the year. Yeah, he is. He is. So that's a. I, I can't mean, remember. I know Justin Herbert was like two and Tom Brady was three, I think, or something like somewhere in that range. But I knew I knew Josh Allen was. I'm looking uh, at it now. You have that exactly right. Allen's one, Herbert's two, Brady three, Patrick Mahomes is four. So. Uh, to be fair, Josh Allen has never had a week outside of the top 24. That doesn't sound great, but every other quarterback in the top uh, five has had at least one week outside the top 24 of quarterbacks. So Josh Allen's never really hit that valley as hard as other people have. He's been close, but he hasn't, he hasn't bombed as hard as some other quarterbacks. 
Um, you know what? I'll go next for my takeaways. My very first takeaway is AJ Brown. Um, Ryan Tannehill clearly missed this man. Um, he had 16 targets, 11 receptions, 145 yards, and a touchdown. That is uh, what you need from him, especially after this year where it's just been really, I'm not even going to say hit or miss, it's just been mostly miss. Um, and it was good if you started him. I understand if you didn't because of the season. But as of right now, he really is the only person on the team. It's Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown against every other, just them against the world. So, um, and it really showed because his 16 targets were the most on the team, obviously, but the second highest target share on the team was Jeff Swaim and Nick Westbrook something. I can't pronounce that last part with three targets. So it was, if they were dropping back to pass, it was going to AJ Brown. Um, hopefully he's able to kind of repeat what this is, but he goes, uh, to the dolphins next week to play them. And so that's going to be a hard one for them. So uh, my second one is somebody who actually didn't even play this week. It is uh, my takeaway is about the Ravens. And it's really Lamar Jackson, because if Lamar Jackson scores 20 fantasy points, the Ravens are four and one this year. When he doesn't, they're three and four. So he really is like the team's MVP in the most like, um, literal definition he's probably the most valuable player to that team they're on a four game lose streak right now their offense has been really lackluster and Lamar had that really good stretch right in the middle where it was like Lamar's probably like Lamar's MVP again and it just really goes to show that if he's not in or he's not performing at the level that he needs to perform the Ravens don't have that big of a chance so those are my two big takeaway takeaways this week uh, Keone, how about you? Uh, I just want to say for Rex Burkhead, I think he was on the, the long list of potential waiver wire ads, even though it's a tough matchup against San Francisco. And for A.J. Brown, that's just the Titans um, or the, um, the the 49ers. Like, even they, they knew he was getting the ball, yet still he was open. It, so it, it just shows how good he is. Yeah. Um, also for Rex Burkhead, I believe J.J. said to pick him up as a backup either last week or a couple weeks ago. So yes, there you go. Uh, Keone, what are your takeaways? So you might need to be prepared with a, uh, a rim shot for this, uh, this first one. Give me one second like, or, you know, I'll do the other one first and then I'll do go back to that. Oh, no, I'm ready. I literally yeah. just needed one second. Well, it, it's better to end on that one anyways. Okay. So um, I'll go with backup running backs. Um, there were a few games or yeah, a few games where somebody got the start this week and they really, really came through for you, including Ogun Buwale. We've already talked about him. Justin Jackson. We talked about him and Rex Burkhead. So we've all talked about these guys, but that's for a reason. All three found the end zone with Jackson and Burkhead getting in the end zone multiple times. And Burkhead and Jackson both had over 100 scrimmage yards and they both had over 24 fantasy points each. So... Like, that is what you need in playoffs, especially from guys you probably picked up off the waiver wire and, you know, making those moves in really key times. It shows you just how important it is to to listen to analysts like us. Um, thank you. And then you should also listen to us for the, um, the, the, the I guess, the more... Uh, 
lighter side of things, the less analytical side. Um, because who day? Indeed, who day? Joe Burrow. Oh my God. He really got into the spirit of Boxing Day because he knocked the shit out of the Baltimore Ravens as he floated by like a butterfly and stung like a bee all over the all over the field, getting over 500 yards and four touchdowns. You know, before the game, he probably told the ball, you're going to fly now. Is that, is that where you want it? Uh, keep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And... Having um, after having some games where he didn't, you know, look super super great, he came out and he uh, looked like the fighter, a real warrior. Um, you could say, and he uh, after that performance, he is definitely worth a million dollar, baby. And heading towards the end of the season, it's very fitting that he's a Cincinnati Bengal because he really had the eye of the tiger. And. Uh, he, he just had a great game, and that is undisputed. What a way to Re- end it. <laughs> Three, co- co- uh, colon, redemption. God damn it, I didn't know it, was, it wasn't over. There you go. Um. Yeah, thank you. Good job. I believe Ryan is muted. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> um. So let's talk about Rex Burke, or not Rex, backup quarterbacks. Or uh, my bad, I'm on mute, my bad. <laughs> Question <laughs> for you. Question for you guys. Kenny, was that all for Eye of the Tiger? Or, I don't because what was the boxing references? What was the Joe Burrow thing? Okay, I said it was Boxing Day, so that's why I made, like, references to boxing. Am I having to What's explain this joke? Day? What's Boxing Day? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a British holiday uh, that started off where the rich people would take their old toys and stuff from last year's Christmas, and they would put it in a box, and they would leave it on the poor people's stoops. So they would have to celebrate, like, oh, look, we get uh, last year's goods from these rich people. And that's Boxing Day, because they put everything in a box. So oh, man. Go. See, okay. you learn things. You well, learn I'm things sorry here. I didn't know that. That's okay. That's, that's, why that's, we, pretty... that, that's why we tell these things to the audience. So see, you get football analysts, analysis, and also just general factness of life and dumb, dumb bits. So there you go. Great job, everybody. Um yeah. <laughs> Let's end it there. Uh, thank you guys all for uh, listening. Uh, don't be afraid to like subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Give us five stars, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. Visit us at fantasydaydreamers.com. Check out our YouTube, Daydreamer Media. Check out our Instagram, FF Daydreamers. Check out our Twitter, same name, FF Daydreamers. Uh, Pay us on Patreon. Subscribe to one of our tiers. Daydreamer Media. Two words. Um, and yeah, do you guys have any plugs or anything? Um, uh, no. Relax. Relax this week. It's this yeah, is yeah. Like the, this is a week off. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a safe uh, holiday. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday before the holiday. But you know what? It's good to hear it twice. So uh, everybody should stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, nom, 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 nom.